This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello. Welcome to the awful and awesome entertainment rap episode 147. I'm Abhinandan Sekri. And I'm Tanvi Shetty. Hi, Tanvi. Tanvi is a News Laundry subscriber and a listener of our podcast and she has volunteered to co-host with me. Thank you for your time, Tanvi. Mm-hmm. Glad to be here. And you're in Toronto right now. How cold is yeah. it? Um, it's actually not too bad. I think it might be like minus 10 outside. Oh, not lovely. Not so bad at all. <laughs> okay. So, so Delhi is getting a little warmer, which is nice. But enough talk about the weather. Lots has happened in the world of entertainment. The BAFTA Awards happened today, right? And and, and did uh, you... Did they? Okay. Yeah, they I... did. I, I didn't watch them. I, I'm sure Rajshree <laughs> will come in and fill us in on how good or bad they were. But there's lots of other things we have for our listeners. But before I do that, Tanvi, let me tell our listeners a little bit about you. You're originally from Bangalore and you spent most of your childhood in Malaysia and then moved to Toronto 10 years ago for Mm -hmm. university. You stayed on after and you have been working in banking for a few years. But you've decided to pivot careers and you've graduated with a master's program in international affairs. And your free time, you do yoga, you watch stand-up comedy and you explore new music. So why this pivot to international affairs? What do you plan to do with this degree now? Uh, Just some soul searching, really. Um, Hopefully do some good. We'll see what comes out of it. Right now, I'm just unemployed. So I have a lot of time on my hands. Why banking? You don't do good. It's not good. Your soul gets lost. Yeah, (laughs) sort of. Yeah, basically, I just felt I was caught in this rut and um, I wasn't happy anymore. So I decided to kind of make the change. So hopefully it pays off. Let's see. Well, let's see. I hope uh, you find whatever you are looking for. And uh, until then, I hope this podcast gives you some clarity because we are known to give clarity to people, including give them (laughs) shit advice on what to watch and what not to. (laughs) But this is what we have. You're going to tell us about a new show called What the Love with Karan Johar. I had no idea there was such a show, uh, Tanvi. (laughs) But now, thanks to you, I do. Then you're going to tell us about The Goop Lab with Gwyneth Paltrow and Parasite, which is a Korean film. Then I shall talk about The Gentleman. This is Guy Ritchie's film. Then we have an ad, a a public service announcement, a commercial of the Mumbai police. Then an ad by Lava, the mobile company, on fake forwards. And the trailer of a film called Thappar. So there's all those things. But before I do that, I would like to urge you to pay to keep news free. We at newslaundry.com do lots of stuff other than this podcast. We have video shows. We have news reports. We have other podcasts. We have articles. So come to newslaundry.com and subscribe to newslaundry.com. Because if you become a member of the people who support us, then you are supporting independent media. And we believe when the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers are served. We are an ad-free platform. So we need you to support us. So come to newsland.com, go to the top right-hand corner, click on subscribe and pay to keep news free. What do you want to tell us about first? Should we just get the awesomeness out of the way with Karan Johar <laughs> or the awfulness of Parasite? Or have I got it wrong? Uh, no, you've, you've totally got it right. I think we should talk about Karan Johar. It's a lot of fun. How many of you believe in the power of true love? I'm really excited that I'm going to choose a few of you and make you guys ready for love. So what is this show? I've never heard of it. Yeah, I'm not sure why it showed up on my um, recommended list on Netflix. But uh, it's basically, I guess, a dating... I guess you could describe it as a dating show. And Karan Johar takes on six seemingly ordinary people and he tries to give them advice and help them find true love. 
basically so each episode is about one person and it sort of starts off with him trying to have a intimate conversation about why this person hasn't found love so maybe it's some sort of insecurity or some sort of commitment issue and then he gets like a celebrity guest star to come in and help i guess psychoanalyze this person so how, how is it looking um, so just i'm trying to visualize it right now so there's karan johar sitting and opposite him on a chair there's another person sitting male or female and they're talking about that person's love life is that how it works yeah basically asks sort of probing questions about yeah okay. wh- so they're sitting what, the on life, chairs. What, what your dating life has been so far so they're both sitting on chairs um, they aren't moving cool. around walking around they're just sitting there and talking yeah i mean the first episode is him trying to break the ice with a group of people and then he selects who within this this group he wants to take further and then so he's met these people before he knows a little bit about their story but in these episodes they do a bit of a deeper dive into their story but i'd still say it's very okay. kind of superficial so then the, uh, surprise oh karan johar superficial how could that be but okay so he's talking to the this person then this celebrity pops into the studio and that person also sits down and starts talking to them yeah they take them on this like date prep date thing so one of the girls um she had i guess trust issues because her boyfriend left her after 2 years so Karanjor decides to bring Saif Ali Khan um as a sort of mentor Dear and take God. her out on a these date. These people are fucked. They finished. What is there any like <laughs> follow up like what happened to these people after this show like how many of them jumped <laughs> off buildings or walked into the- No, no follow up, but they do have this candid chat after about how their journey has been um <laughs> and what they've learned. So what did you learn from uh, the show? <laughs> Not much. I mean it's kind of fun especially if you sort of you're actively dating. I think some of the stuff they talk about like, you know, trust and securities, these are things that people just generally feel are, are like are relevant when you're when you're dating, but the way it's done and it's just it's it's very superficial makeover, I think, because after after the conversation with the celebrity, they do like a physical transformation where the stylist basically sells says everything you own is shit <laughs> i'm going to change your whole wardrobe okay um, so it's good for your confidence yeah. also so yeah. basically between karan johar saif ali khan and karan johar stylists they are fucking the lives of people that's the show basically in three lines i mean i would i i think there's probably some some benefit of this transformation but it, it's very cringy and i i i don't know i didn't enjoy it very much but it seems like he really did change the lives of these people so maybe maybe okay. it's just perspective okay so would you recommend it for our <laughs> listeners that tanvi because uh, i mean i would say that if uh, who are the other celebs by the way other than saif who give um, relationship advice is so by any chance uh, arjun kapoor oh i see is arjun rampal also giving relationship advice arjun kapoor is uh, uh, that uh, bonny kapoor's son right who sing uh, malaika yes Yeah, who's, oh, yeah, lovely. Who's it gets Malaika. better and better. We have just the wow. I can't wait to watch this. <laughs> and there's Ali Faisal. So there are a couple of different celebrities, but um, yeah, if you have nothing better to do and just want to laugh and cringe a lot, then sure, you can maybe spend twenty minutes watching. All but right. uh, otherwise, do something better with your time. <laughs> so that's what the love with Karan Johar, a show about which I knew nothing until Tanvi enlightened us. enlightened you yeah and now i feel that i have gained something in life because now i know i could have watched that and been worse off but i haven't so <laughs> thank you tanvi for that red flag warning 
Now, uh, another show called The Goop Lab with Gwyneth. That's such a disgusting name. What is Gwyneth Paltrow? Does she still act or she had stopped acting or something, right? She had said that I'm not going to do films anymore or am I confusing her with uh, someone else? I, I don't think so. I mean, okay. I think she was in Iron Man and that yeah. was pretty recent, although okay. I'm, I'm not sure. So what happens in a workshop? Everyone gets off. <sighs> what the fuck are you doing if you go? <laughs> <laughs> What we try to do with you is explore ideas that may seem out there or too scary. Are you guys ready to go out in the field and make a ruckus? Just another day at the office. <laughs> so what's this The Goop Lab about? Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with sort of The Goop brand. Have you heard of it? Oh, this is her brand. No, Rajshree had mentioned it on this show once. She's she's doing some, uh, I mean, she's, there's a, one of her brands that does some health related stuff, right? They do like Yeah, products. it's basically like a lifestyle brand and it's a website. So they have, um, they, t- they have articles on food and sexual health and wellness. And they also have a shop where they sell some pretty bizarre stuff. Like? And it ranges anything from like things like ashwagandha to like... Gomitra. Vibrator necklaces. So it's, it's just Sorry, a what whole necklaces? range of stuff. Vibrator necklaces. Vibe. Oh, vibrator. So like it keeps your throat in shape, like kuka no. or what? Like what? What is a vibrator necklace? No, do? no, no. A necklace with a vibrator as a pendant, just in case you know you need oh, you need a vibrator okay, like at any that. point. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. How nice. So these are the kind um, so, of Achha, This is how she's making world better Nice, okay, so what does this show do? So the Goop Lab is basically um, It's sort of an experimental lab It seems like where her team Sort of explores A wide range of different Wellness treatments that are just emerging And aren't really backed by any Science but more just Anecdotal evidence hmm. um, So there was one episode About using psychedelics as a way of healing and becoming more in tune with your subconscious mind. So psychedelics, you mean stuff like ecstasy and Magic mushrooms. So they they talked about magic mushrooms. So the team went to, I think it was Jamaica and had magic mushrooms and they documented what that was like. Um, Okay. Seemed pretty, yeah, they seemed to be very emotionally, um, it, it opened them up emotionally. That's, I see. That's what happened so in that episode. Liberating, I see. Okay. Yeah, liberating. Um, another one was about how this man called Wim Hof basically uses something like breathing techniques and immersing yourself in cold water to uh, control his immune system and help him control his nervous system. Hmm. So he claims that it really helps you basically mer- basically when you incorporate his breathing techniques and then you immerse yourself in cold water um it helps you better control your mind and your body and in that episode they do this thing called snoga which is basically doing yoga in, snow. in the snow with your bikini um <laughs> snoga. so it's a lot of random stuff like that oh dear god dear god so um <laughs> so Tanvi, i have one question so the two shows that you have chosen to review <laughs> I wonder, what do you think of my taste in everything? Because if there was two things that I was least likely to watch in my life, they have come together under your supervision onto our list. So usually the kind of films I choose and the kind of things that I say I like, do you, do you ever like the same things? 
<laughs> no, no. I mean, I chose to do this because I thought they were kind of offbeat and bizarre. Yeah, truly. Uh, not that I enjoy doing this with my time. It's okay. just that I, I was, yeah, because <laughs> I, I wanted to, like, you know, just <laughs> nudge you into the right direction of 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 some <laughs> yo yo honey singer and, and some other normal stuff, which is as bad. But yeah, in in some ways, uh, the Goop Lab, my God, okay. So people watch this show, huh? So she's like talking to people. She's like demonstrating this. How does it work? No, no, she basically interviews the people who are at the forefront of this wellness treatment. So, for instance, with the breathing techniques, it's this guy called Wim Hof that she interviews. And then it cuts to her team who then go to this wintry land where they um, have this treatment. And it kind of documents their process and how they feel before and after the treatment and how life changing it was. I see. But it's all basically anecdotal evidence, so you have to treat it with a grain of salt. Yeah, or you can just reject it outright because <laughs> yes. But just just like the love advice I would of Karan Johar and and uh, Saif Ali Khan, but just wasn't Gwyneth Paltrow involved in something like bizarre, like Scientology, or she had said something racist or anti-Semitic or homophobic? I don't, I don't remember. I remember some anyway. Maybe I'm just mixing her up with someone else as usual. But uh, before we come to your review of a dark comedy thriller called Parasite, mm-hmm. it's a Korean film. I just want to take two emails. We've got two emails because we're recording on a Monday today. This email, he doesn't want me to read his name. So he says, hi, Abhinandan. Please do not read out my name if you read this email during any of your podcasts. You have recently been spending a lot of time on air on various announcements. The call-out from you to non-subscribers to consider subscribing often sounds like a monologous rant from an immature, desperate owner. Rather, all such announcements like this should be short and crisp in order to sound like coming from a mature company confident of their business model. Even in your favorite podcast from NPR, such announcements are made right in the end. They do not break the flow of their podcast and thus the flow of thoughts in the listener's mind by plugging in their subscription rants. If you do wish to plug your subscription, it should be a short and subtle and not an opportunity for another monologue rant on how this is the only business model that will survive. I am the same age as you, but as a generalization, 40-year-olds are not known to break into monologues rants at the drop of a hat. That's a characteristic of a cynical person, irrespective of age. So drop the charade that it's your age that makes you rant. You're already doing a wonderful job and both your podcasts, Hafta and A&A, are superb. Don't spoil them with your rants. Best wishes, S. So, as thank you for your support. Thank you for your mail. Thank you for taking the time to give your feedback. Uh, I disagree on the beginning and end. Uh, there's evidence to show that pre-roll and post-roll ads don't work. That is why the CPI rates of YouTube are one-tenth of what they used to be once upon a time. The price of ads on Facebook, which come in the middle of a show, are higher because the likelihood of them hitting home are higher. My subscription bills aren't rants, but if they sound like rants to you, I'm sorry. They will not stop uh, because I think they are effective. And uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say, bro. Uh, and as a generalization, 40 rolls are not known to break into. Well, I don't know. Yeah, uh, there is no way 40 rolls behave. I don't know why you would say that I would use age to justify my rant. I would not. I'm ranting because I want subscriptions. But thank you for your email. Nevertheless, although I didn't understand much of it and I didn't agree with any of it. And then this mail comes from Nijwum. Hi guys, just a clarification. When you read out my mail in one of your previous episodes, I was clubbed as a non-subscriber. For your information, I've been a subscriber for maybe a few years now. I'm proud of my association, News Laundry. There are quite a few subscription-based services I really want to subscribe to. But because of my limited finance, I've not been able to do so. Among them, Netflix, Ausblog, Arsenal Vision, etc. But I keep subscribing to News Laundry. 
before any service. Nijrim, I am truly sorry. Parikshit, our wonderful producer, just pointed out in the migration, as you know, that has been happening to the new website. By the way, guys, check out our new website. Tell us what you think of it and how we could improve it. So in that migration, many of the subscribers' migration didn't happen to the new database. So maybe that's why they missed it. But it has been confirmed to me that you're a subscriber. I apologize profusely for calling you a non-subscriber. We are also proud of your association with us and forever grateful as well. So thanks, Nijwim. Keep the emails coming in. The Mumbai police has just released an ad. Uh, it sounds like this, but you should check it out on YouTube to hear to see what it looks like. Welcome to the honking capital of the world. We, the Mumbai police, were itching to do something about this. One day, we connected decibel meters to a few signal poles around the city. If the decibel level went over 85 dB, the signal would reset and stay red for longer. So, Tanvi, have you seen that? I have, yes. So, I guess you don't have traffic like that in Toronto? No, not at all. You know, just no. before we get into the ad, how do you pronounce it? Is it Toronto or Toronto? So, when I got here first, I would say Toronto, but now it's, uh, I've started saying Toronto, which means I'm true Torontonian. I guess. <laughs> okay, because I have family there. They are Canadian mm-hmm. citizens, like all good Punjabis from Batala. Uh, and they always said, said Toronto. And they like were born yeah. there, so they're like full-on Canadians. Like they have full-on accents and stuff. But I thought that they say Toronto because the, the Punjabiness hasn't gone. Toronto got Toronto. No, it... But it's actually <laughs> Toronto, huh? No, yeah, it's pretty common to say Toronto here. I see, Toronto. So yeah, Tanvi, you, don't you have, got it. You don't have traffic like that in Toronto. No, no, nowhere near as bad or as loud. So what do you think of chaotic. that? What do you think of it as an ad campaign? And what do you think of it of actually working on the ground? Because I have views on both. But first you. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty, like, I mean, pretty average ad campaign. But yeah, when I watched it, I really wasn't sure how this would be practical. Because the people um, in the ad just seemed frustrated and not really sure why they had to wait longer than they were supposed to. So I don't really know how practical this is. It seemed a little gimmicky to me. Yeah, exactly. Me too. I thought it was a clever idea. It's a clever ad. I think if they make it a little shorter, again, it's too long. This length thing, now people should really chill out. If you can say something in 10 words, say it in 10. <laughs> don't take 40. Um, like me and my rants about subscriptions. <laughs> As pointed out by S, who doesn't want to be named, I don't know why. It's it's like, you're, you've trashed me and I know your name. How does it matter if others also know your name? Yeah. But anyway, um, so I thought it, it was a pretty clever ad and it could be made into a crisper ad, which would be fun to watch. But I have absolutely no doubt that it will not work on the ground. I, I don't see yeah. how you could do that because someone or the other will keep honking. People will just stay. I mean, that's it will stay stuck forever. You'll, just, you'll make people beat each other up. That's what I think this would do. I don't think it will make people quiet at all. Yeah, it's a behavioral issue and I'm not entirely sure how you can combat it. But I don't think this is... Uh, the the most effective way of doing it. Like, yeah, definitely not. And what about the second ad, the Lava Fake Forwards ad? For context, I'll just tell everybody, there was a spate of lynchings in India that happened because of this fake news that was being forwarded on WhatsApp that spoke about people who were coming and stealing children from villages. So there was one particularly horrific case, and I say it's particularly horrific, I'm sure all the lynchings are horrific because this one recorded 
at least when I saw was recorded on someone's mobile phone, and these two young men being bashed up by villagers because they thought they had come to steal uh, or to kidnap their children. And the two protagonists in this ad are made to look quite similar to those two kids, young men who were lynched. And uh, yeah, so that's what this public awareness spot is about by Lava, which is apparently makes mobile phones. Fake forward say, देश के जनगण मन को बहुत नुकसान हो सकता है इसलिए मैसेज फॉरवर्ड भेजने से पहले बैकवर्ड इमोजी भेजकर उस मैसेज की सच्चाई को वेरीफाई कीजिए इससे इंडिया फॉरवर्ड बढ़ेगा So what do you think of that commercial? Um again, I I actually didn't realize that the backstory that that was the backstory so it makes a lot more sense now to me, but I thought it was really well directed. Um and I and I enjoyed it, but again, I'm not entirely sure whether I'd really use the back emoji as a way of combating um disinformation, but maybe that's just my own personal experience, but I again I thought it was a little um, I wouldn't say superficial, but just not really I guess I understand the reason for it and and the symbol behind the movement but I I don't know about practicality. Yeah, I agree. Again. I think um I think it's a very noble idea and kudos to Lava for doing that. Um you know, while the other like mobile phones are being sold by There's this one actually uh, you know, I digress but I forget the name of that mobile. If anybody here knows the name just tell me. Sara Ali Khan is the brand ambassador and she does this ad like she's running in kids in a dress. and it's a mobile phone that she's kind of endorsing and i think that like the 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 entire uh, jingle is you know i don't play by the rules i think i do stuff on my own terms ab dekh had ho gayi irony ki actor ki beti bina koi acha kaam kare has got an endorsement deal and she's saying i play by my rules i don't play by others rules and i am like this go getter like how completely incongruous is the message vivo vivo my wonderful producer parikshit tells me that's vivo so so this is a better way of selling a mobile phone at least you're doing a public service so kudos to that to lava for that to lava however i thought a when the entire lot i mean the setting of your ad is rural india but your message is in english i think that's a problem mm. yeah i think it should have been in hindi or in you know other languages uh, other than english Uh, a c b there was too much overacting like the two boys who are being lynched were saying ha ha mummy ne kheer banaye how lovely puri i love puri yaar bahut bhook lag rahi hai it was again that typical mahabharat overacting so i think chill out on that and again it could have been shorter and now we shall hear about this thriller dark comedy parasite film that tanvi has watched for all of us but before you do that Just a reminder to our listeners that do subscribe to News Laundry. Thank you, those of you who did give for the NL Sena project on the budget for our series of Wake Call. We topped it up. Yes, congratulations, you guys. Thank you so much. You topped up the entire amount, and hopefully we shall have another NL Sena project that you can contribute to. And because the public paid, the public was served. We had an analysis of budget that was not sponsored by a big corporation that could tell us what they think the corporation rather than how it is for you. So thank you for topping that up and come to newslaundry.com check out our NLC and our projects and pay to keep news free. So Tanvi tell me are you a Korean cinema kind of okay what's the word just educate me my English teacher isn't here Rashi. Connoisseur? Connoisseur? Ha connoisseur. So are you is this a one of Korean things because I believe Koreans make the best horrors all these ring and ding and ping are all Korean remakes. <laughs> 
No, I actually don't watch a lot of Korean movie, but this movie um, released at the Toronto International Film Festival and it got a lot of um, accolades. So we went to watch it at the theater here. Um, my friend, my friend recommended it, so that's why we went. But mm. it's it's actually a great, great movie, and um, I think it won the best film, foreign film, in the Golden Globes too. So a pretty powerful movie that's created ripples across the world, I think. Um, and it's basically about uh, two families, uh, the Parks, who basically live a very opulent and wealthy lifestyle, and the Kims, who live in poverty and just fold pizza boxes for a living. Hmm. And so the story starts off with the son from the Kim's family landing a tutoring job at the Parks family. And so you basically see how these two seemingly disconnected worlds collide with one another and how um, it creates chaos. So it's it's a great, great story um, that starts off as comedy, but very, very quickly turns into something far more tragic. Um, and he and the director does a really good job about talking about class and social status in a very in a very nuanced way. It's 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 a it's a great great watch. So uh, highly this, recommend. This is directed by Bong Joon Ho, who also wrote the film yeah. story and co-wrote the screenplay with Han Jin Won. The film stars Song Kang Ho, Lee Sun Kyung, Cho Yo Jong, and Choi Wo Shik. And Park So Dam. So yeah, that's the... And it won. It was premiered at the Cannes Film Festival in 2019. Mm-hmm. Wow, so it's got some amazing reviews. I'm reading a little bit about this. So yeah, so highly recommend. Yeah. Huh? Okay, by the way, my able editor who's sitting here, Manisha, has just said, you racist asshole. Uh, uh, the, the ring was not Korean, it's Japanese. And uh, <laughs> as if I was going to say, yeah, all the same, which I wasn't. But she preempted that and cursed me anyway, calling me racist. So uh, anyway, so yeah, I stand corrected. Ring is not Korean, it's Japanese. So yeah, okay. Sorry about that. So uh, so what part of it would you say, is? would you describe it most? Is it a comedy more, a thriller more? or? So it, start, it starts off as comedy, um, but then quickly turns into something more like a thriller, uh, but still has comedy elements in it so it's just it's just a very fascinating watch and it keeps you on the edge the entire movie have, so have you um, definitely have, worth a watch have you watched any suraj barjatia films no <laughs> i don't think i have okay so what, Su- what, what suraj, has he made suraj barjatia i think made uh, um, uh, that hum aapke hain kaun and those family dramas oh okay yeah so yeah they I also have. Sure. have a similar kind of trajectory they all start off as, with comedies with very classy jokes of like this really buxom woman coming to deliver milk in Maine Pyar Kia. I don't know which film that was. And and then there'd be some, uh, uh, you know, very Ghatia type jokes with Johnny Lever and all. And it's all comedy. Then someone will die. And, uh, you know, the two people. And there's always a marriage. So then uh-huh. there'll be sadness and then there'll be a villain. So from comedy, it goes into tragedy, then into thriller. So I, I used... Is it like, so? I'll tell you a few Suraj Barjatia films. I don't know if you've seen any of them. Hum Aapke Hain Kaun? Mm-hmm, I have, yeah. Okay. Prem Ratan Dhan Payo? No, I don't think I have. Okay. Maine Pyar Kia? Not sure. Hum Saath Saath Hain? <laughs> yes. So, so, that, that, so, yeah, that's, I think, a similar trajectory to what you said. I think maybe Suraj Barjatia really, no. was <laughs> also a Korean filmmaker. No? You don't agree? <laughs> I mean, no, yeah. 
I can see the parallels there, but it's uh, vastly different. Very different, Oak. If you say so, I'll take your word for it, <laughs> Tanvi. So I watched a film too this weekend. Surprise, surprise. I used my weekend well. And it was a film called The Gentleman. So uh, Parikshit has told me that we should commit ourselves in our podcast that should you watch it or should you not? Because some listeners have mailed him and said that, yeah, you guys review it, but you don't say should we watch it or should we not. So we don't know. So I'll try to do that. I, I'm not promising. I always can. So you have said the two shows miss, but the film, yes. Correct, Tanvi? Yeah, that's right. So I watched a film called Gentleman. There once was a young and foolish dragon who came to ask a wise and cunning lion about acquiring his territory. Now the lion, he wasn't interested. So the lion took the little dragon for a walk and put five bullets in his little dragon head. It's going to get messy. Have you watched it, Tanvi? No, I haven't. So it's a Guy Ritchie film. Guy Ritchie... Uh, of Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels and Snatch Fame. Uh, those two films are amongst my favorite films. So when the toss-up was between this satire, this political satire, what is Jojo Rabbit and The Gentleman, mm-hmm. I said, let's watch Gentleman because it's Guy Ritchie. And now I'm regretting it because I've seen Jojo Rabbit has amazing reviews. And I really was disappointed with The Gentleman. So first, let me just tell our listeners, it stars one of my favorite actors, Matthew whose surname I can't pronounce, but it goes something like McConaughey. I think I got it right. Matthew McConaughey. Then it has a few people who I don't know. Then it has Colin Farrell. The last time I saw him was in his sex tape with Nicole Narayan. And it has Hugh Grant. So the plot is that Hugh Grant is an investigator who has been hired by the editor or owner of this tabloid who has felt insulted or slighted by Matthew McConaughey, who is a, a kingpin of the cannabis trade, the pot that is marketed and grown and sold in Europe, in in Britain. And he hires this investigator to get dirt on this guy so that he can take him down. And in this process, Hugh Grant gets involved in this entire mess of the underworld, which is divided into Matthew who controls the pot trade, there's someone who controls the heroin trade, there's someone who controls the other cocaine trade. So everybody has their Ilaka cut out and no one steps on anyone's toes. But then this one Don wants to take over everything and that's when the killing starts. Now, that's the basic plot. I think, like all Guy Ritchie films, it's very got snappy editing. It's got really interesting characters and, and the music. He uses music and sound really well. But it just seems like a rather me-too wannabe version of Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels and Snatch Commission. More of Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. In fact, the end of these parallel stories coming together and the solution coming as a fluke is almost exactly like Lockstock. So that seemed too similar. And I'm basically, I don't think Guy Ritchie has an, any new story to tell. So he's retelling an old story with new characters who are not as compelling as the characters of Lockstock. So that's it. So if you've seen Lockstock and Two Swung Battles, don't watch it. It's a poor remake. If you haven't seen it, I guess you can go watch it. But yeah, I was disappointed. So that's that for The Gentleman. Will you watch it? Do you like Guy Ritchie? I don't really know who he is, but I probably wouldn't. He doesn't sound like a movie that I'd Madonna's enjoy. Ex-husband. I think I'd go... <laughs> Piqued my interest, but still no. Hard pass. Okay. 
बट कमाल है यार मतलब यू आर अ सक्सेसफुल फिल्म मेकर यू आर मेकिंग लाइक फिल्म एट कॉस्ट ट्वेंटी फोर्टी मिलियन डॉलर एंड यू टेक एलमनी फ्रॉम योर वाइफ मडोना हर्ष मुझे तो बड़ी शर्म आए मगर यू नो ये मेरा दोस्त हो अगर वट यू थिंक इज इट ओके फॉर अ मैन टू टेक एलमनी लाइक दैट फ्रॉम अ वुमन सेक्सिस्ट है and will i get a lot of hate mail saying uncle grow up i mean i if a marriage is equal parts then yes i guess you know when you split you have to split everything and but i, I don't i don't i don't think the, there's a problem with no here's yeah. here's what i think the problem is that he married madonna when she was already a star ki iski meherbani se to madonna star bani nahi hai madonna ki meherbani se shayad isko few hundred million people may have got to know who he is ठीक है सो आई कैन अंडरस्टैंड इट इफ यू गॉट मैरिड टू समवन एंड ही और शी बिल्ट हिज और हर करियर ड्यूरिंग द कॉस ऑफ दैट मैरिज सो दैट मीन्स यू टुक ऑन लॉट ऑफ रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी सो दैट दैट पर्सन कुड मेक समथिंग ऑफ दम सेल्फ सो यू हैव अ पार्ट इन दैट इक्विटी ऑफ मडोना और हु एवर यू हैव क्रिएटेड हेल्प क्रिएट बट यू फॉक एंड गॉट मैरिड टू समन हु इज ऑलरेडी अ स्टार वॉट द फॉक आर यू आस्किंग फॉर लाइक वॉट डिड यू डू डू नीन वाओ प्रिटी हार्श बट आई मीन आई थिंक इट्स हार्ड टू क्वानिफाई क्वानिफाई दैट राइट एंड दैट्स अ प्रॉब्लम बट Yeah, Achha. I'm not entirely sure how. And which is you're from Bangalore, na? Yes, I am. Uh, well, yeah, I am from Bangalore. So there, there they say adjust Mardi, no? Adjust Mardi. Ah, uh, yeah, adjust Mardi. Yeah. <laughs> that means adjust, please. <laughs> yes. Yeah. See, that's all the Bangalorean I know. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In other words, Canada. <laughs> yes. So, uh, I watched a trailer of Thappar. Amu, please late, ora ya. अरे अमू फोड़ दिया मैंने आज जुड़े बिन है घर तक के लिए वेट तो कर लो मैं स्लीपी हूँ मैं तो बिल्कुल स्लीपी नहीं हूँ वे थप्पड़ इज अ न्यू फिल्म स्टारिंग तापसी पन्नू इट्स डायरेक्टेड बाय अनुभव सिन्हा हु लास्ट है डन आर्टिकल फिफ्टीन which i loved by the way although it was trashed by uh, many others for being having this brahmin savior complex so what do you think of thappad tapsi pannu anubhav sinha i um i really liked the trailer i thought it did a good job of kind of exploring that maybe tension that exists within a person when they feel uncomfortable in a situation or with a person but they're just not able to break away Um I think it did a really good job of that and seems like a good movie. She she's she's a great actress. Um so I would definitely watch it. Yeah, I I at least from the trailer I think it's taking on a very uh, interesting issue and yeah. to an extent that is taken for granted basically from the trailer where it emerges is that they have a wonderful marriage and he's or a, a, a seemingly wonderful and in one fit of rage he slaps her. And she says mm-hmm. I want to divorce and everybody around her the the lawyer the family friends are saying but dude you guys are great together it's just one slap let it go and she says yeah. no he cannot hit me and that's it and that slap is a trigger for her to kind of shine a light on all the other unfair things that she has accepted so it at least promises to be a film that is about empowering women uh i don't know whether that term is politically correct or not but i just find um I mean I find this in the other way so I don't know if women find that when a a film about a woman's kind of you know the tumult in her mind and 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 the emotions that she's kind of undergoes and dissecting a relationship from her point of view is made by a man how accurate it is because all the films I've seen that are about buddy films of guys made by women like um, what's Farhan's sister's name Zoya 
Zoya. Uh, Zoya made that film with Hrithik and you know that whole thing and um zindagi na milegi dobara and yeah. I I just find that that's not how buddies like boy buddies are who've grown up like she hasn't got it it's just very badly done and i would imagine it's the same thing when a guy tries to make a film about how a woman approaches a relationship i don't think one can so that is something i'm a little worried about of how this comes out this may be a woman's um you know wrestling with her 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 demons through a guy's point of view and that may be a problem or am i being too woke have i learned too I mean, well so is is the director <laughs> is the director a man is that yes, why you're anubhav sinha oh, okay but i wonder though how much of that sits with the actress because she's i think a lot of the interpretation of the character will come from her too so i hope that she'll be able to bring it alive in a way that makes sense and is true to maybe a woman's journey okay so uh, yeah. well i will watch it will does the trailer pique your interest enough for you to watch it yeah for sure it definitely seemed interesting and now tell me about the kind of cinema that you like before we wind up and are you the only non punjabi in toronto or the others like <laughs> <laughs> no actually toronto isn't i think vancouver is pretty um there're a lot of punjabis in vancouver but mm. toronto is pretty multicultural that way so there's a lot of lot of people from all over the world here um and in terms of like film i just watch a bunch of different kinds of film international stuff a whole lot of um yeah international things which is why i really love netflix because it it sort of opens up a whole new world um so yeah just a bit of everything try and watch stuff that i don't wouldn't enjoy just to see what it what it's like and whether i was right that i wouldn't enjoy it so um yeah a whole bunch of different things really i don't really have a set and why do you think this in in canada since you are there and you are indian and not punjabi what makes punjabi music and pop culture so effortlessly take over you know places where it doesn't have any presence otherwise as opposed to let's say you know kannada pop culture or tamil or malayalam i mean i'd say sheer numbers honestly <laughs> hmm so it's because there's <laughs> so many punjabis that's there only... that's why punjabi music is so popular in in, in canada yeah and there's yeah just basically because there's so many punjabi people here i guess that's why there's just more of it's just more common here to hear music to hear punjabi music and the culture is just more even even for my non indian friends like they they have they're familiar with punjabi music but when it comes to south indian things like even south indian food they're like well what is that uh, dosas and okay idlis but is there anything else it's it's very i think north indian culture here is much more prevalent at least in the way i've experienced it than south indian culture mm. maybe that's just because of the number of people here jasmine sandlers and and gary sandhua from there right or you don't know who, who are they, they are. who are they jasmine sandlers is a singer punjabi singer <laughs> and uh okay. i have i i had played her song on this show way before this bad film made it popular the dance film with shakti kapoor's daughter and david dhawan's son and um gary sandhu is also a punjabi singer who's based out of there so is geeta zeldar they're all he's also from from canada and i think these are people who like they've never been here they've always been in canada so there's a mm-hmm. huge like punjabi pop kind of um, movement in canada probably bigger than in punjab itself you check it out mm-hmm. tanvi rock to some bangla yeah, yo <laughs> and uh, before we wind up any other recommendations you have for our listeners something that you mm-hmm. have watched in the past that you absolutely highly um, recommend 
Uh, well, another actually a recommendation by the same director who directed Parasite is Okja, um, which is a Netflix movie uh, about a super pig. <laughs> but it's a very cute oh, Japanese yeah, yeah. movie. So I, I saw the trailers. I want to watch this. That's right. This huge pig, right? And, and yes. This child is trying to save the pig and some pork farmer is trying to get it or factory owner or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a pretty powerful movie. Worth a watch too. Did it make you have time? Did it turn you vegetarian or do you still like your bacon? Uh, no, I, yeah, I, I think it prompted me to think about vegetarian. Well, I, I watched it when I was already vegetarian, but it, um, it does prompt you to think about things like animal cruelty. Are you, so vegeta- watch it. are you like a recent vegetarian? You've always been vegetarian. No, well, I was, uh, I've been vegetarian for maybe five, six years and I recently turned vegan. So, and why did you turn vegetarian <laughs> and then why vegan? Uh, well, basically because my doctor told me that I can't, uh, digest dairy. So it was, uh default veganism and meat why did you quit meat uh a whole bunch of reasons um basically my roommates were vegetarians so it just became easier to be vegetarian because of that but then i for main ethical social environmental issues i gave it up as well Vava. Chalo, vegan also yeah. Chalo, thik, very good that i i mean an interesting statistic i read um not on whatsapp but a credible source <laughs> i may get the liters a bit off but <laughs> One liter of um, of of cow milk takes six times more water to be produced than one liter of coconut milk. So, if you are turning veg for the environment, then you should also become vegan, like Tanvi has. I mean, but also cashew cashew milk takes up a lot of water, so you have to be careful about what you consume because. Yeah, then it's, you just go with co- coconut milk. Yeah, yeah. Or you just eat meat like me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Tanvi, have I, have I like stunned you into regretting having come for this podcast no not at all i enjoyed our conversation i did too thank you for coming and before we say goodbye to our listeners i have a email address that's contact at newslaundry.com i repeat contact at newslaundry.com you can send us your feedback your inputs your recommendations to this i have a long list of recommendations that hopefully by the end of feb we shall wind up and we shall watch all those things that you guys have recommended also check out our other podcasts that are Hafta Reporters Without Orders and Daily Dose on newslearn.com and give us a high rating if you're listening to us on any other platform uh, other than on our website because then other people are likely to find us and then subscribe and pay to keep news free on that note I would like to say thank you Miss Shetty thank you Mr. Sekri It's a wrap. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Newslaundry.